Welcome to another episode of the Property Pulse Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stockbridge. Every episode, we bring you the first principles of real estate, interviews with the identities and influences that are making their mark on the real estate community and bringing you hints and tips that we hope helps you make and save tens of thousands of dollars on your real estate journey. All too often, people go into property investment building a portfolio of properties for themselves and their family without giving thought to an exit strategy. This is a fatal mistake. In today's podcast, I'm sharing with you my newsletter that I send out to my forward-facing database. These are customers and clients and people that I've met over the years that rely on the information provided in my newsletter so they can make better decisions when it comes to real estate. One of the really bad decisions I find that people make is buying an investment property without ever giving thought to the back end. And so that is the theme of today's newsletter. So don't blame the agent if your investment property takes longer to sell. Fear, not enough information, and terrible timing all lead to suboptimal outcomes. Patience, education, and planning the process correctly can make and save tens of thousands of dollars at the same time. Over the last few few months, I have heard from several clients suggesting that they would like to sell their tentative property, but they've just recently renewed the lease. Some believe that a secured long-term tenancy makes the property more attractive to investors, and although that may be true, it appears that many don't want to do without the cash flow whilst their property is for sale. The big problem here is a lack of planning that leads to poor timing, and this path is the one to a suboptimal result. So why is it a terrible idea to relet your property for a long period of time just before you place it on the market? One, only about 10% of the active buyers in our marketplace are investors at any given point in time. At the moment, I would even wager that that figure is even lower. Two, by having a tenant, you push away 90% of the buying public. Three, investors are nowhere near as emotionally engaged in the transaction as an owner-occupier and rarely pay as much as an owner-occupier would. I mean, who would you prefer to negotiate with if you're in my shoes? A seasoned investor seeking to add to their expansive portfolio or a first-home buyer looking for a place to call their very own. I know who I'd like to be negotiating with and I know who would pay more for the property. There are legislative factors here in my jurisdiction that make selling with a tentative property all the more of a challenge. In South Australia, we must provide no less than seven and no more than 14 days notice to a tenant of our intention to open or show a buyer the property that is tenanted. You may say, well, Dave, the agent has to just get organized and plan ahead. But what if the buyer that we meet on the weekend wants to revisit the home in a few days time or bring mum and dad back through or even get a building inspection to have a look at the property? The logistical challenge associated with selling a tentative property is overlaid by the fact that the whole process of sale is an inconvenience to the tenant who has no vested interest in the process whatsoever. 
For the uninitiated, a tenancy agreement subsists regardless of proprietorship. So even if someone buys an investment property, they are required by law to abide by the lease entered into by the previous owner. The tenant controls access and presentation and as mentioned before, has no vested interest to help with either. Some are and others are not very interested in helping. Even those uh, great tenants um, who do a great job in presenting the home, they pay their rent on time, but they also become wary of the process. And it's not long before the dishes are on the sink, the washing on the line, and the gardens haven't been attended to in a few weeks. And all of a sudden, the property looks nowhere near as nice as it does in the photos. It is also more than twice as much work for the agent. Normally, uh, if I have a buyer wanting to view a property, uh, a vendor will be overjoyed and make every endeavor to accommodate me so I can get the buyer through. The presentation is then usually of a very high standard and access is granted at the buyer's convenience. If tenanted, access is almost always an issue, presentation is rarely on point, and if the buyer is not dicked around with the inconvenience uh, of viewing, of, of their viewing time, they are often greeted by a lot less positive first impression. Tenants can remain in properties at viewing times as well, which can just serve to sabotage my ability to emotionally engage a buyer. The whole situation is something that should be avoided if at all possible, not because it just sucks for me and the tenant, but because it costs the vendor thousands of dollars. The rent saved by leasing the property could easily be made up by a better sale price if the tenant was not there in the first place. If the property is vacant, I can show the home when I want. The home is always neatly presented and we appeal to 100% of the buying market, which means less days on market and much more competition. I'm very fortunate that I have developed a selling strategy for properties whilst they're tenanted, but I'm increasingly frustrated by the non-compliance of tenants and occasionally the unrealistic expectation of landlords selling tenanted properties. The fact remains that if you make your product unappealing to 90% of the market by your own decisions, then you only have yourself to blame. If you can't forgo three months rent or won't place your investment property's mortgage on hold for a similar period of time, then the result achieved is likely to be suboptimal. Yes, it will cost you money in the vast majority of occasions. COVID restrictions recently made all of this all the more apparent with coronavirus almost rendering tentative properties for sale unsaleable. Yes, there were exceptions and we sold a few over the break, but they, well, they were really hard work. My role is to help people avoid making these mistakes. Good planning leads to better results. I'm now coaching several landlords through the process of bringing their properties to market. Some of these properties have excellent tenants, but we're exiting these tenants so we can make the most of the post-pandemic boom we are currently experiencing in the first home buyer market right now. Now that stock levels are tight and options for buyers are at an all-time low, it is now more advisable than ever to make all reasonable efforts to increase the saleability of a residence. Interest rates are the lowest they've ever been, so buyers can afford to stretch to secure a home that doesn't need much work. And so 
I work closely with my clients and, and our home renovation expert, John Warneford, and our home stylist, Melissa, to ensure that a property attracts all the attention it needs to be conducive to creating a competitive environment that ultimately leads to the best result. Now is the time to plan. Don't wait until you have to sell your investment property to have a plan to sell your investment property. Contact me nice and early in that process so we can plan out the sale over weeks and months to optimize the result. The difference between a hot listing and a rented property is only the occupancy status. The level of presentation and the ease of access that the buyers have to that property accelerate the sales process and ultimately puts more money in your pocket. I'm Dave from Real. I hope you enjoy these helpful hints and tips and I look forward to bringing you more next time. Thank you again to everybody who's been tuning into the podcast. We've now had over 10,000 downloads. So if you're enjoying what you're listening to on the podcast, you certainly found a home here. So please stay tuned to more episodes of the Property Pulse podcast simply by subscribing now on the podcast provider of your choice. I'm Dave from Real and we'll look forward to bringing you more next time.